0: Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce.
1: Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auction's Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, Tuesday. There's an auction for laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, tools, toolboxes, high-reach high, high reach equipment, storage containers, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS.
2: You know there's something in every auction that I connect with.
1: What would you like for this That would one? be
2: a downdraft table. Would it? Now, is there an updraft table? Stop that! I, no, seriously. Like, what would a downdraft table be? That would just so. Be why a table would you be interested? You do draft working on right, like where you do oh, design work. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's quite a title. Well, they have so many. How about just a table they, they
1: have so many different things tables. all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's I cool. The last auction they had for sports trading cards. How how can sports fans, generally speaking, not be interested in that? Totally right.
2: You need to check them out because we talk about one that's coming up. Right. But they've always got about five or six brewing
1: every single day. And that's why I say all the time, get notifications about upcoming auctions, because we usually talk about maybe one or two that are coming up. They always have more than that. So just go check it out, man.
2: So all you got to do There's is There's probably it something
1: on. that you're going to like. And to boot, you can do it from your living room. You don't have to go there. You do it online and you can also set a price that you're not willing to go above. And if you get it great, because that's what you wanted at the price that you wanted.
2: It's a remarkably entertaining site. Really is. Yep. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by
0: Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Okay. Three weeks
1: ago, Sean Payton said he wouldn't make Russell Wilson wait very long. Is three weeks too long? Not for Sean. No, I understand, but he said, I'm not going to make him wait. What is a reasonable amount of time? Uh, when the fiscal year starts in March. I'm guessing he probably said it like that. So if the fiscal year starts in March, he, then not very long to him is seven, eight weeks.
2: Yeah. You, you don't want to get to the point where the 37 million clicks in, right? Well, you have to make a decision before then. Yeah. It's even, yeah, it's like, it's early. It, it, I think it's mid-March. Early. Yeah. I think it's even early, maybe yeah. in the first week or so, something like that. I don't know. Whatever the case is, there, there is a March deadline that is hard and true. Yeah. So it will all be taken care of by then if it hasn't been at least taken care of now. I, I don't know. We've talked about a lot of different scenarios. It's very difficult for me to senar- see a scenario in which Russell Wilson is a part of the Broncos
1: moving forward. I'll tell you something I found interesting, and I'm curious to know your take on this. So, when you look at the guys going to the Pro Bowl, and I know it's an exhibition, it's flag football, it's a skills competition, but there's a certain amount of cachet to say that you're a Pro Bowl. No question. No question. Another AFC quarterback dropped out. Did you see who is taking the guy's place? I did not. Gardner Minshew got a Pro Bowl nod over Russell Wilson. And honestly, even though I watched Wilson all year and he wasn't, his numbers were great. Oh yeah, but he wasn't great. I'm thinking, really, Gardner Minshew is a Pro mm-hmm. Bowler over Russell Wilson.
2: Well, he was the starter at the end of the season.
1: Maybe that. Oh, maybe that's, that. Maybe
2: that nudged it. I don't. That's I don't know. Kind of lame. I hear you on that.
1: 15 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Yeah, right. He wasn't particularly great. Yeah. yeah, He had his team in the running, I suppose, the entire year. Who would you rather have, Gardner Minshew or, or Russell Wilson? I would rather have Russell Wilson. Right. Yeah. And it sounds like I'm defending Russell, but in this case, I am. Yeah. Um, how much you buy the argument that Jameis Winston and Teddy Bridgewater succeeded under Peyton and Wilson could not? Um, and oh, by the way, Winston and Bridgewater are both available.
2: Yeah, what's Teddy five and O with with him, and then and Jameis is five and two. Well, I'll okay. tell you right now, you
1: bring back Teddy Bridgewater with the way the fans feel about him, with his lack of blocking. On that one particular play, although, honestly, <laughs> if you really looked at it in real time,
2: yeah, uh, I think the criticism of Teddy it, is, is way off base. Yeah, yeah, a little unwarranted there, probably. Yeah. They got to do something, and it's going to be a bridge guy. A bridge water guy? A bridge guy. A bridge over troubled water guy. You know, are they going? Are they going nice? Are they going to draft a quarterback? Let's I will start lay me.
1: I will lay me down with the exception of a block.
2: Are they I will not lay? Are anybody they going down. to draft a quarterback? Yes, I think. They I will. think they will too. I, I I do
1: think that they will. It'll be one of their first two picks, meaning they will take one at twelve, or they'll trade back, and one of their next two picks will be because because what are they going to really have now? Granted. That kid from Tulane, who's raw, raw, okay, he'll probably last till the third or the fourth round. He's available, and um, but knowing this year you have Stidham, and you're going to bring in maybe a Sam Darnold or a or a Bridgewater or a Ryan Tannehill.
2: Although if you bring one like that in, don't you get rid of Stidham? No, you hold on to him. Well, you you you're going to have
1: your your competition. Oh, I mean, you got to have really? your, You got to have your competition, don't oh, gotcha. you? Why would you get rid of Stidham? Um, got a
2: pretty good contract. Yeah, he got five million. You got to account for the five million, right? But, well, how much is that? Is guaranteed? I'll look that up. I, that's a good question. Well, that's why I'm here. <clears throat> because if you are getting out from underneath the five million by cutting him at a certain point before the season starts you can have them all the way through
1: his dead cap is 2 million okay on top of what 30 what if they do it over two years (laughs) so so, so you're eating more dead cap with another quarterback he's not going anywhere
2: yeah Mm -hmm. well anyway they've got issues there and but i'm sure in their minds they have i mean we heard George Payton talk about it. There is a plan in place. We we have the term that he used flexibility on how we're on how to take care of the quarterback situation and the money, obviously over the next two years that they have to account for eighty five million dollars. You, know, you,
1: you know what that feels like? <clears throat> that, that that feels like we are we're hosting a party, okay, and we have a plan in place on how to feed everybody. Okay, so we have this tuna salad that has been sitting out in the sun for Mm -hmm. three days. We have this egg salad that's been sitting out in the sun for four days. These crackers that are stale. And if worse comes to worse, that's our plan. Well, if we can't find fresh food, that is our plan. But at least we have a plan in place and we know we can get all of that stale and potentially For lack of a better phrase, we have we have food that could give you salmonella poisoning or botulism. We can still serve it. There's no guarantee it's going to get anybody sick, but there's a chance.
2: Is Jared Stidham the starting quarterback for Game One of the season next year?
1: Well, I don't think a rookie's going to start.
2: No, so a, it depends. A on, rookie will not start.
1: This is what is going to horrify fans. From what we saw with two games at Stidham, if Stidham beats out the guy they bring in. That's going to make people panic. Can you imagine? And that's not a knock on Jared Stidham, although
2: it probably sounds like it is. Well, I mean, Jarrett Stidham produced nice 15, fifteen points basically for both of the two games. I mean, thirty points in the last two games, running the offense. The question is, they won one. Where they, they going to win
1: Where it? are they going to find the money to pay a quarterback? They're not going to find. I'm sorry for saying this, and it sounds like hindsight a ca- a quarterback the caliber of Baker Mayfield on an incentive laden deal and then pay him for 5 million in salary who's going to come here for that no now Jameis Winston might because he played for right. Sean Payton but there's a level that would
2: yeah but yeah i mean anybody coming here and by would-
1: the way one more one more quick thing Peyton looked at the Broncos as a run first team. If they bring in Winston, and it's still a run first team, yet his incentives are based on passing.
2: <laughs> that's that's not a real good deal for a quarterback, is it? How, how are you going to sell that? Well, it's a fine mess we find ourselves in. And who are the in? wide receivers? Well, it's right. another it's another question. Right. There, there's there's a lot of questions. And uh the 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 optimist out there would say, oh, "There's a lot of opportunity." No, stop that. I would say, and I you, tend, you, 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 I don't, I think, even, I don't even think an optimist no, would say that. Yeah, I, I, there's just a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions here, right now. Here, I, did you say there's a lot
1: of opportunity? I say there's a lot of questions. Okay, I would say there are a lot of choices. It doesn't mean any of them are any good. Right. You always have choices. It's just well, what level are they good, and what, well, what's the what's the ceiling of those choices? And what's the floor of those choices?
2: There is nothing that indicates in its current situation realizing that it's going to change, because I think I would guess that Sean and George are not guys that are going to stand pat. They will do something to move the arrow forward. Yeah, but at this kind point, of their job. But at, yeah, but at this point, it's hard to see this team as a playoff contending team. Yeah. fact or fiction fact fact oh my god is the and, and,
1: sun coming up tomorrow that's and, fact and,
2: and, and that's with and that's with and you can you can judge it on your own merits how close to a playoff team they were this year coming up after the break uh michael
1: malone got his 400th career win he is 32 behind doug mo he is 23 behind george carl If Malone wins another title, are you going to put Malone right behind Shanahan? Maybe even number one of all-time coaches in Colorado. And oh, by the way, where do we factor Jared Bednar into the mix? One more thing to consider as we take this into break. Show me a Hall of Fame quarterback, I'll show you a great coach. Hey, listen, Bednar does have four top 10 picks on his team. Mm. McKinnon, McCarr, Rantanen, Landis Scott, generally speaking, Landis Scott. Right. And oh, by the way, Malone does have the best player in the world and one of the best playoff performers in recent memory. So how much credit do we give them? Or could could anybody coach this team with those guys? Or are they the right guys? And that's what makes them special. That's next. My heart stood
0: still when he said, John, go do my will. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman and Hurdle. I didn't mean to step on Bruce.
2: There is no stepping on Bruce. I just did. I'm talking over him right now. He tiptoes over you. I don't it's all think good. So. No. It's fine. Maybe. When he had Clarence, he did. It's not the same without. He's not. He's Have not, you seen him? He's I not, mean, don't don't make statements you don't know about. Don't make statements well, you don't. know. They're fine. They're a better band now than they were then. No, what I'm saying is, hold on. What I'm See? saying is, it was Bruce
1: Springsteen and the East Street Band. Yes, but the East Street Band was
2: led by Clarence. Clarence. No question. But it's a better band now. Not debating that. It is, because it's a more mature, full sound. I, I, I The the quality might be better, but when
1: you went to a concert, you were excited to see Clarence Clemens. Always.
2: Okay. But I'm excited to see Jake Clemens, too. Okay. I mean, you know. All right. I'm in. Welcome back, Morning I mean, drive. I've only seen him 38 times, so. Well, if you
1: know the exact number, you sound like a groupie.
2: <laughs> you know what? There is a fair... That may be an accurate, not quite a groupie. You are, but I will. But I've seen him in Rome. How many times have I've you seen th- him in Dublin? How twice? many times?
1: How many times have you thrown your underwear on stage? Never. You're so excited. I have never done See that, Bruce.
2: I haven't done a bra, and I haven't done any underwear. A bro? Yeah. You haven't I haven't done a I Haven't done anything. A
1: man's ear? Nope. All right. All so right. If you want to join us, you can do so on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed to join into this fascinating, and riveting conversation <laughs> with tons of insight. Uh, On Tuesday, there's an auction for uh, Roller Auctions for laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, tools, toolboxes, high-reach equipment, storage containers, and more auction is open at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you're going to a game at Ball Arena, if you're going to a concert game, a concert at Ball Arena, just steps away off of Market Street is Nola Jane. If you love great, authentic Cajun cuisine, I can promise you you're not going to get it any better in Denver than Nola Jane If you love great gumbo Their sausage gumbo with dirty rice Is outstanding Six different po'boys The debris is unbelievable Every time I order it I promise I'm only going to eat half of it mm. And I wind up eating more than half Because nah. it, it's really that good Gotta do what you gotta do And then you wash that baby down with a hurricane Grr. Outstanding mm. And it's not that overly sweet loaded up sugar Hurricane that you get at Patty O'Brien's down on Bourbon Street. Yeah. This is a really good, it's a better hurricane. Sugar in your
2: alcohol, not a good
1: idea. Well, that's basically you're drinking a Pixie stick down there. No good. The hurricane here is really, really good. Go check out Nola Jane off of Market Street. Time now for the buzz.
3: The Buzz is presented by Paramount Sighting and Windows. Paramount Sighting and Windows, it's quality in everything they do. Find them at ParamountSightingAndWindows.com. Michael Malone
1: has set a milestone, 400 career wins. I'm not including the playoffs, by the way. Why don't we? I don't know. I mean, he's got 468 wins. Right, but George Carl has even more than that. Yeah, I hear you. So you base it on the regular season. There's a legitimate chance that Michael Malone chases down George Carl this year. Yeah. For the most wins, for the second most wins in franchise history.
2: And he ain't going anywhere. If the Nuggets
1: finish 23 and 11 the rest of the way, Malone will finish the regular season, I believe, with 423 wins. Next up, Doug Moe, 432 wins. Moe has his name with that number in the rafters. Okay. If Malone wins another title, though, and I have zero doubt. Malone's name will be in the rafters because he'll have the most wins in franchise history. Mm -hmm. Okay. If Malone wins another title or if Jared Bednar wins another title, how much closer are they to Mike Shanahan who is widely considered the greatest coach in Denver Broncos history?
2: I think Malone is probably, if if we're going to split hairs, I think Malone's a little closer because he was key in the development of Nikola Jokic well said and Jamal Murray mm-hmm. right yep and that doesn't mean that Jared Bednar shouldn't and doesn't get credit for systems that he put in place but he inherited the Fab 4 if you want to include Gabe Landeskog in that group yep right i mean i mean that's just That's just a good luck of the draw. Now, you still have got to... Jared Bednar is right there. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But just from a standpoint of the difference between them in that regard, because really, if you look at it, Bednar's in the midst of his eighth season, and he is basically on a similar pace to Michael Malone. I think that's right. I think they're on a very similar pace. And they both won a championship. So, I mean, but to get down into the minutiae, the Jokic and Murray development has been key for Malone in terms of how, how he should be viewed right now, I think, as a head coach. I am not
1: making a comparison, saying this is apples to apples, but it is certainly in the same fruit basket. The way that... Malone developed Jokic, you can make the case, is the same way that Shanahan developed Terrell Davis. Mm. Terrell Davis, sixth-round pick, zone-blocking scheme, cut him loose.
2: Right. I think that's an interesting comp. I don't have any problem with it at all.
1: Granted, one guy is a two-time MVP. The other guy uh, is one of the greatest running backs in NFL history over a three-year stretch. Sure. he's a Hall of Famer. And what he did in the playoffs was nothing short of remarkable. Yep. So with that, what does Malone have to do to take over the title in Broncos country? Let's call it like it is. Yeah. In Broncos country, because the tie will always go to the runner. And the tie is Mike Shanahan coached the Broncos. That's
2: the tie. The Nuggets, to me... Are the preeminent team in this market right now, and not by much over the Avs. Over the Broncos, huh? I, I Well, I mean, it's a little apples to oranges because it's the NFL compared to the NBA, but from a standpoint of...
1: Who, who's the, who is the most popular team in town right now? I,
2: I think it's the Nuggets. Mm. You think it's the Broncos? Yeah. Well, it's the Broncos because of volume. It, it's the Broncos because of history and volume clearly. Okay, so let me ask
1: you. And and this is probably a crude way of deciphering um which team is bigger in town. I'll just throw it out there. We probably spend generally speaking, certainly during the season, mm-hmm. 80 to during the season we spend 90% of our time talking about the Broncos. Right. Now that and, and and people want to hear it. They can't, sure. They can't get enough Broncos coverage. Totally agree. Do you think now, now that the Broncos season is over, do you think people would be as interested if we spent 90% of the time talking about the Nuggets?
2: Not 90, but I bet you we, on a normal... Bay- no, no, what I'm asking, what people
1: want to hear, right. would they want to hear a show that was 90% Nuggets? No. No, well, but in the Broncos season, people want to hear ninety percent. Yeah, yeah,
2: Broncos Broncos are Broncos are. That's what I mean. Broncos are on a different level. But, but, from a but from a standpoint of, and you can't compare. Eight, you can't compare forty-one games at home, in a, arena that seats around nineteen thousand compared to. Eight or nine games at home in a in a stadium that seats seventy four thousand, but there aren't any damn no shows going to Nuggets games. I mean, well, Nuggets and the Avs are filling that thing every single time out.
1: Well, this well this will be well, the, the, the Avalanche had quite a sellout streak. Yeah. Well before you got here.
2: Yeah. And
1: before I got here right. too, and it continued. Yeah. When I got here, although it became a little disingenuous when I spent a lot of time at then Pepsi center and they would have a completely empty section and they would say, this is our 575th sellout. And we'd all be sitting there on the press box going, really now, yeah. now those are probably tickets sold. And I get it. Yeah. But you'd have an entire empty section, yeah,
2: but, but the Broncos are the pre, the Broncos will always be the preeminent team. And that's
1: why I think, but I that, think,
2: but I think the enthusiasm if I, if I was if I was comparing the enthusiasm for teams right now I don't think that the Broncos carry the same weight as the Nuggets or the Avs right now in terms of expectations and enthusiasm for what they're doing well here here has been in a the, relative sense.
1: here has been the problem with the Broncos over the last 2 years and it's been a slow grind Downhill. Mm -hmm. So you have all those years Mm -hmm. that they missed the playoffs after the Broncos won the Super Bowl. Then they get a quarterback in Russell Wilson, and you think, okay, this is going to turn it around. And then they win five games. Yeah. Then, okay, now we have a Super Bowl winning head coach. Yep. This is going to turn it around. And I understand they had three more wins than they did last year. But the truth is, it was probably a disappointment for fans. It really was.
2: Well, they're 13 and 21 in the last two years.
1: Well, I'm only talking about under the Sean Payton era because the way they started the year and the way they ended the year, the start of the year was awful. The end of the year was completely deflating. So if I'm a Broncos fan, I'm thinking when Russell Wilson got here, okay, he's the magic elixir. Didn't work out. That's fine. Oh, we're going to hire Sean Payton. That's the magic, magic elixir. Neither has truly worked out, no. especially when you are facing an off season that does not look oh, very good. That makes it worse. And, that, and that's my point, because then you're wondering, where's the magic elixir going to come from this year? No. Is it going to be Bo Nix? Who's it going to be? Sam Darnold? Who's it going to be? What hope? are we being given for next year because we don't have Russell Wilson walking in the door right. for a potential spark we already have the head coach here for the potential spark neither got us to the playoffs and quite frankly when you look at the body of the season outside those four outside those five games which was exciting it was it was a downer
2: even if you believe in the process and you believe that The foundation is starting to get into place, even if even if you're all in on that. And that is your hope moving forward. The fact of the matter is you can look at it from a very realistic standpoint next year and see a very plausible way that the Broncos could be worse than they were this year when they finished eight and nine. Well,
1: let's take this a step further. George Payton said it and I don't think he said it just to say it, they will not be active in day one of free agency. No,
2: they they can't afford to be.
1: And oh, by the way, they don't have to worry about, and I say this with all due respect to Josie Jewell, losing a top free agent during the offseason because they don't have any. No. Josie is not ranked in the top 50 of upcoming free he's agents. He's a football player and right. a
2: damn good football he, he player is. that'll help out a team wherever he goes, and he's going to get paid a little.
1: So they're not going to be helped in free agency. They have six draft picks. They desperately need a quarterback, and they're about to dump Russell Wilson. Give me a reason for hope other than they just hired Carmichael to help with the offense. Yeah, And they have a new, what, pro personnel guy? The
2: only thing that I like is the fact that they have continuity for a second season and systems are in place. At least they're not starting from scratch.
1: We want to get back to what we started the conversation with, with Shanahan Bednar and Malone Okay, you look at the guys on Bednar's roster four top 10 picks and I'm including Landis and then you look at Jokic and Murray Mm -hmm. and can you make the case a we are giving Bednar and Malone too much credit because they have stars or can you make the other case how many other coaches could really do what they're doing with those players can every coach do this that's nice Call
2: my name or walk on by
0: Rain keeps falling, rain keeps falling Down, down, down Come on, feel the noise Girls, rock your voice We'll get worldwide Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle Presented by Har Mazda a no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Massa. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce.
1: Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLiveSports.com. Reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Tuesday, there is an auction for laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, high-reach equipment, storage containers, tools, and more. Auction is open at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending.
0: What's Trending is brought to you by Nola Jane Restaurant and Bar. Let Nola Jane spice up your next trip to Lodo with the best Cajun cuisine in Denver. When I look at a guy like Phil Jackson, who at times, I don't want to
1: say he gets criticized for it, but people say, well, of course he's going to win with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Of course he's going to win with Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. Other guys couldn't win with Kobe and Shaquille O'Neal, right? Mm. With that... Got to coach egos. Right. Now, I don't think the Nuggets have that problem. No. Because they don't have a lot of egos. It's part of their beauty. And in hockey, there are very few egos that run amok. Yeah. With that, um, when you look at Bednar and Malone, would you say because of the talent that they have, most guys can do what they're doing?
2: Well, I mean, there's talent alone. There's cultivating talent. There is putting talent in a good system by which that talent shines. And I think that both Malone and Bednar have done a tremendous job on the latter. Uh, No one is going to deny the talent that both of them have on their rosters, but that's been cultivated in different ways. You're talking about two veteran guys in careers that are very much what have you done for me lately. You don't win in two years, you're out. Michael Malone is what, in his ninth year now? Jared Bednar's in his eighth year now. They have been given, they've been patient. They've had great ownership and administration that have been patient with them have had belief in them, and they have both developed ways to lead successfully teams with very different kinds of skill sets. I'll put it to you this way. If Patrick
1: Waugh was the coach of this team today, I would not feel great about the direction of this team. Fair enough. When Patrick Waugh was here, he wanted veteran guys. Mm -hmm. He He wasn't crazy about young guys. Now I know the young guys that he coached eventually became veteran guys. What I think Malone and Bednar do brilliantly is they understand how to coach a team but understand how to play psychiatrist with each individual Very player. strong mentally, in both cases. They understand what buttons to push with the team, what buttons to push with each individual player. They're as much of a fabric as part of the team as any coaches I have ever
2: seen. And that is something that's acquired. You're not just... That's something that takes continuity. time, continuity, yep. exposure to players, under, going through some tough times and good times together. And trust has to be built absolutely with the players, with the coach. If you took Michael Malone
1: off the bench and you threw in Doc Rivers as an example... I think that the Nuggets have a much better chance to win a championship with Michael Malone. Yeah,
2: because they've been forged to some degree in his
1: image. If you took Greg Popovich, arguably the greatest coach of all time, made him the Nuggets coach today, I feel better with Malone. Yeah. By far, because he understands those guys. Yeah, right. You, You can't replace familiarity. What do we have coming up on, just in case you missed it?
4: We'll talk more about Joel Embiid's injury and how the 76ers organization handled the whole thing. And the Big 12 officially released the 2024 football schedule. We'll examine it next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports.
0: Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome
1: back. Morning Drive, Goodman, Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Tuesday, there's an auction for laser cutter machines, down draft tables, tools, toolboxes, High reach equipment, storage containers, and more auction is open at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. That's how you find out about uh, find out about, excuse me, take the marbles out of my mouth. Rollerauction.com backslash MHS. That's how you find out about upcoming auctions. That auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. We end every show with Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it. We always talk about their great wine specials, and with that. Want to bring in Josh Robinson? He's the guy who runs the show at Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Good morning, Josh. How are you?
3: Good morning. Doing good. How are you?
1: How are you able to have specials on wine every single week, and how do you choose the wines that you put on special?
3: Yeah, we rotate it actually kind of by country. So um, starting on Friday is going to be our domestic sale. So everything you know created in the U.S. from California, Napa. You know, even the really high-end wines, um, you know, stuff from uh, Oregon or or even, uh, you know, other places around the U.S., all will be 15% off. Um, We run that for a week. Uh, Right now, we're on Spain and Argentina. And like I said, on Friday, that changed to our domestic sales. So we just rotate around so every time you come in, there will be something else on sale.
1: Most large liquor stores have a sommelier, have people on staff. But what makes your people different and better, generally speaking, than the other stores to really help people with pairings and the right things to find?
3: Yeah, well, we've got some amazing experience on our team. Our one buyer has been in the business for um, close to 35 years now. Uh, my assistant wine manager, he's uh, a level three sommelier, which, you know, you don't see very often. Even me, myself, I'm, I'm a level two WSET um, certified somm, So uh, we have tons of people on staff. We take pride in training our people about our wines and really making sure we can find the right wine for your event.
1: You always have great events going on, obviously great specials, uh, coming up on March 5th. It is Whiskey Wednesday. What is that all about?
3: Yeah. So Whiskey Wednesday is a program we do every week for the last, uh, five years. Uh, March 5th is actually going to be the fifth anniversary of Whiskey Wednesday and it's, a uh, um, basically, we do reviews of different products on our Instagram and Facebook, and it's a great way to find out about new barrel releases, when we're dropping rare whiskeys, um, you know, everything to do kind of with the whiskey world as it relates to Argonaut. And um, there's always that's the best way to find out about finding those rare whiskeys, those hard to get things that you're looking for.
1: Help me out here. I, I'm going to let you uh, brag about you guys because I do it all the time, every single day. How many years has Westward called you the best liquor store in Denver? How many years?
3: Five years running right now, and we're in the voting for our sixth. So if you guys uh, end up on Westward's website, please vote for us on Best of Denver for uh, best liquor store again.
1: Has anyone ever done five years in a row in in any category that, that you're aware of?
3: That's a great question. You know, I don't know. I should ask them. But we're we're certainly one of the longest running, certainly the longest running in our category. So um, I really think, you know, as a local community, Westward has a good uh, beat on what's going on. So they they must be on to something.
1: Well, let me ask you. I mean, you're kind of being piggish about it, winning the award every year. <laughs> How about you just call Westward and say, just name it the Argonaut Wine and Liquor Award and give it to somebody else?
3: You know, I've, I've talked to them about that, but, but we like winning. So I, I'm going to keep taking it as the uh, best liquor store and, and going on six years running.
1: How do people find you?
3: We are physically at Colfax in Washington, 760 East Colfax online, www.argonautliquor.com. Um, we have an app on the app store. Um, we're on all the third party delivery apps as well. And, um, You can also reach us by phone, 303-831-7788.
1: And by the way, with the Super Bowl coming up, that'd be a good day for people to order. They can come down to Colfax if they want to, but you deliver to the entire Denver metro area. And when people host a Super Bowl party, I don't think you can get away with doing a party with under $200. Can you? Really?
3: Right. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You know, I mean, depending on what you want to serve, but at the Super Bowl, people love light beer. It's not you know incredibly expensive so um a bunch of that a little bit of wine some spirits for some other guests you could easily do a super bowl party for under that
1: josh have a great day my friend
3: thank you guys appreciate it have a good one
0: have a good one all right time now for the final word
3: the final word
0: presented by sasquatch casino and blackhawk just in case you missed it is presented by Argonaut Wine and Wicker. You need to see why Westward named it the best wicker store in Denver. Five years running or order online at ArgonautWicker.com.
4: Alrighty guys, as you guys mentioned at the start of the show, Joel Embiid will undergo an MRI exam after suffering an apparent left knee injury after Jonathan Kaminga fell on him during the 76ers. Lost to the Warriors last night, a setback that could really jeopardize his candidacy to win the MVP award again. Uh, but what I, I want to know, do you think the 76ers organization, not Embiid or the trainers, uh, kind of botched the situation and put their franchise star at risk?
2: I mean, they kept him out in Denver. They kept him out in Portland. What did you hope to gain last night at Golden State? Unless he was banging the drum to play.
1: I think he probably was. And I
2: think he probably was. But... And
1: I think he was banging the drum to play. Against the Nuggets, I think according he was, to right? report. He wanted to go head-to-head against Jokic. He knew the game was on national television. Sure. He would like to win another MVP. And he knows the sands of the hourglass are slowly going the other direction because he's running out of games in which to match the 65 to qualify for the award.
2: Yeah, well, congratulations, Sixers. You're now in a position where you could be without your MVP for an extended period of time. I I guess at some point, the narrative switches to being the best possible team you can be and the healthiest possible team you can be in the playoffs. And maybe that's where we start to hear more about uh, Joel Embiid again, which is probably where he needs to be anyway.
4: All right, just in case you missed it, the Big 12 officially released the 2024 football schedule and Colorado will be playing at 9 of 15 conference opponents Three games against former Big 8 foes, uh, Kansas, K-State, and Oklahoma State. Two games against former Big 12 opponents, Baylor and Texas Tech. Two games against former Pac-12 schools, uh, Arizona and Utah. And then two games against first-time conference opponents, UCF and Cincinnati. Uh, The early over-under on some sports books is set at four and a half wins. Do you see five or more wins on this schedule? Yeah, I do.
2: I do. I I think that this is a team that can be a bowl team. The back end of the schedule gets tougher. Um from when K-State comes in and then they go to Arizona, they'll have a trip to Lubbock and to Lawrence, Kansas, which believe it or not has become a fairly tough place to play. Uh well, Kansas, they're going to be playing at Arrowhead, aren't they? Are they playing at Arrowhead? Yeah, cuz they're redoing their stadium. Uh oh, that's right, they are. Memorial is being redone. They're going to go to Burrowhead. Uh, Bur- Burrowhead. Burrowhead Stadium. Yeah. Who's who's laughing
1: now? Yeah, uh, that was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, always great specials on wines, Spain and Portugal, 15% off. Right now, uh, Argonaut has a streak going. Westward has named them the best liquor store in Denver, five years running. Vote online today like I am, like Bruce is going to do. sure. Easily should win a sixth. Go check them out off of Colfax. Order online, ArgonautLiquor.com. Every delivery over 200 bucks is free. You can order on their app as well. Brett, Alex, great job. Same with you, Bruce. Make it the best possible day Q. Out
2: into the world closing time. Turn all of the lights on over.